0: Hey guys, welcome to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin, and we're here to talk about The Bad Batch, Season 2. We're going to talk about the last two episodes, Episodes 15, The Summit, and Episode 16, Plan 99. The final two episodes of Season 2 was quite a ride. Glad we finally got to the end, and uh, quite an emotional ending. They like like to do that to us. make us uh it wasn't necessarily a cliffhanger it was a little bit but mostly it was just this gut punch overall so uh, i really enjoyed it Uh, glad to be here talking about it with two of my co-hosts my clone commandos my clone (laughs) troopers Uh, what's your favorite trooper aiden my favorite trooper clone commandos clone clone commandos then here with aiden again he's back from boot camp to talk about military strategy (laughs) welcome back and then we got Harry joining us from Michigan. Hi all, and glad to have you guys here again. To talk the Bad Batch. So uh, we will get into these episodes here a little bit, but I do want to touch bases with with Aiden since uh, we did the first couple episodes, and then he had to move on for a little, for three months to to boot camp, and then he came back and Ben's watched the rest of the season. So we had made some predictions, we had some questions. About uh, some stuff, uh, and I would say the biggest thing we have, we've talked about it probably a lot off the mic, just in conversations. But we finally see a fulfillment of a question we've had for well since the Clone Wars. You know, what about the Zillow beast What happened yeah. to the Zillobeast? And we saw it this season. So. For you, Aiden, what uh, how did, how did you feel seeing this, this Beast come back on screen for us?
1: I love it when stuff from the Clone Wars comes back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with the Bad Batch, it's only natural because it essentially is Clone Wars Season 8 and 9. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they just can't call it that because it's not the Clone Wars anymore. Um, but I, I like when they do that, especially when it's something like that where it was made from the Clone Wars and brought into it. Um and it was cool to see how it gets so big and mm-hmm. um what it's used for. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so when you
0: first saw it, what do you think?
1: Is that you're like, Oh that's a
0: Zilla Beast or you were wondering, you know, what is that what's going
1: on here? No, actually I I got major predator vibes from it. Predator or alien? Uh Predator. Okay. Um there's some alien
0: involved, but you got predator vibes, cool.
1: Yeah yeah um so with the alien it was just the shape of the alien itself but then the predators always lurking in the shadows um you know you don't know where it is so um like when it's when it when that whole sequence started i was like at first i thought there's no way they're doing death troopers right here (laughs) yeah but yeah (laughs) i did have that vibe at first yeah ah that would have been cool and then they didn't so Uh, hopefully they bring that back yeah at some point that would be cool yeah uh every time they do something like that i'm like are they doing death troopers (laughs) yeah they got to man yeah such a classic story yeah it's one of my favorite books in star wars too yeah
0: you haven't read it by now death troopers by joe schreiber i think yeah did i say his last name Uh awesome story yeah um, zombie stormtroopers is what it is. Yeah, Han and Chewie have to escape a ship full of zombie stormtroopers. So uh-huh. Pretty awesome. The cover's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not alone. Yeah. All right. So Zilla comes back. And apparently, they were shipping it from another location, Dr. Hemlock. He had been part of the, the Republic Science Division, Advanced Science Research Division, however, whatever they call it. But he was too extreme, so they kicked him out. And apparently, he... I don't know, because it, it sounds like Palpatine in the Clone Wars, he's like, we're going to use this guy. Uh-huh. and So they sent him somewhere. So I think that's when Hemlock got involved. Was maybe not right then, but pretty, you know, he hasn't been working on it just for a few months. He's been yeah. on it since probably the beginning. It's his project. Yeah. So maybe they're like, oh, you're too extreme for the Republic. And Palpatine's like, oh, well, I, got a, I got a project I for got him. a thing for you. Just head out to this planet in the outer regions, the unknown regions, and
1: get the work. Yeah. That's the kind of the feel I got from it. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. And when you look at the um the facility that he has in that mountain, you know, mm-hmm. um that's actually from Timothy Zan's Heir to the Empire, yeah. Um, Mount Tantis, which in heir to the Empire in that trilogy, a lot of stuff happens in the Outer Rim and the Unknown Regions. So I imagine that's, you know, where they sent him. Yeah. Well, I think...
0: Well, do you think Mount Tantis is a new facility or it's... Because they were bringing in the Zilbys from
1: somewhere else to Mount Tantis. I imagine um, Mount Tantis... This is kind of what I... Just my thoughts about it. I, I feel like you're right. There's... Bazilla Beast from somewhere else, so there's another facility that's okay. covert, but then Mount Tantis is kind of that same thing. Mm-hmm. So I imagine he he has projects in a lot of places. Okay. And Mount Tantis is I feel like that's his main one. Where he oh well, now that I think about it, um in the first scene where you see hemlock he's walking in like it's his first time being there so i, I changed my mind <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah i think yeah maybe he had mount or hemlock had his own
0: base doing crazy stuff the zilla yeah. beast was part of it and now that the empire is in, in power he can bring all that stuff closer have more resources on mount tantus yeah so yeah uh what did you what did you think of of this zilla beast harry and like what they're going to do with it did you have uh, any recent thoughts, new thoughts since we talked last about it?
2: Um, I just thought it was really cool um, this this tie-in, right? I always like it when when these threads get connected,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, this this wider universe um, touches other parts of it, and we keep seeing things resurface and, and storylines continue. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. You know, last we saw the Zillow Beast, he was getting killed because they couldn't control it, they couldn't capture it, didn't know what to do with it, um, and all of a sudden here's at least one new one, possibly two, right? Because there yeah. was a convoy of ships. There was two of them. And um, they've somehow cloned it. And uh, because it's it's very small, right? When it starts, it's nowhere near the size of the original Zillabeast. Beast. Yeah. Um, so they've got plans for it. Um, you know, they talked about uh, armor, right? Mm-hmm. Don't know that we've seen the armor in, in use yet. This really effective armor that the Zilla Beast seems to have. Yeah. Um, But there's always possibilities that there's things floating around or um, maybe due to like the limited nature of it. Maybe it's on certain starships, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, dreadnoughts or something super, super powerful star destroyers that we just don't know about. Um, There's all kinds of possibilities and they're bringing it from wherever here to Tantus to uh, to study it more or to grow it and then harvest it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, maybe they're doing some sort of experiment with the clone troopers. Like, instead of making armor that you put on, like, infusing the clone troopers with
1: this armor so their skin is Zillow Beast armor. Maybe, and also as well, you have way more clone commandos now that I feel like mm-hmm. are should, there should have been. Um, from the game, it just seemed like there was very few. Um and in here you see them everywhere so i wonder if it's maybe for them maybe for the more advanced like dark troopers or something like that Mm -hmm. maybe not for the general public because they already have those suits of armor made but maybe for those advanced units Mm -hmm. more elite ones Uh uh-huh yeah Uh, hopefully they
0: they pick up that storyline or at least do something more with it so we have more breadcrumbs i'd like to see um, if it doesn't continue in this series, there there's bound to be another animated series after this because season three is the last season for the Bad Batch. And this seems like there's a lot to wrap up. So I would imagine just like Clone Wars to Bad Batch, they'll have a more carryover to the next animated series. Uh uh-huh. So I doubt it's the last we've seen of the Zilla Beast and all that. Uh, so there was that. I <clears throat> finally got to see the payoff there, at least the continuation of that awesome story. And then at the beginning of the season, we, we talked about, uh, predictions, um, and me and Aiden talked about that and you had a specific prediction that, uh, seems to have come true.
1: Yep. Um, I said at the, I don't know if it was the end of the Bad Batch season one or season two, when we watched the first I think two, first of season two, I think we at were at talking about, yeah, we were talking about what's going to happen. Um, and we were like, well, someone is probably going to die or go away in some way. Yeah. And my thought process was you can't have Crosshair because he's the antagonist. Mm-hmm. You can't do Wrecker because their relationship and just his role in the squad is a little bit too important. You can't do Hunter because he's the dad. He's, he's the leader. They don't really do that often. Yeah. And that leaves Tech. You can't do Echo either because they already did that. <laughs> <laughs> they already blew him up. Yeah, brought him uh, back. I don't think I don't think but, that would. But he did leave the he, group. He yeah. did leave, and that that kind of shocked me. I thought that was trying to exit, and then I remembered he's voiced by the same guy that voices <laughs> everyone else. So I was like, well, that they're not doing that. Um, and I liked that exit actually, where he goes with Rex. Um, I thought it was cool because it's like. You know, I owe this guy my life. He rescued me. I'm going to do the same. Yeah. This is my mission now. Um, so I thought that was a cool full circle. But then that leaves Echo, who before before I had seen the rest of the season, he didn't have a relationship with Omega at all. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of the guy that fixed stuff. Um, and that's not to diminish his role in the Bad Batch, but... If you think about it everything revolves around omega in this show right. like it's called the bad batch but it's, it's the show about omega just like the mandalorian world. is the show about google Goo. yeah um it's it revolves around her and so i was like it's got to be tech um tech doesn't really do too much that would take it away but then of course, they had to do that. Yeah. and they developed that relationship. Yeah, we yeah. got a little invested. And then when he died, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, playing us. Yeah. So. But I was right. I was right, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, there was a big, we had saw the trailer at Celebration Anaheim last year. And they showed a clip of Cody. So we had high hopes that Cody was going to be back, join the Bad Batch maybe, or have a similar role to Rex.
1: Uh-huh.
0: We had that one episode, was maybe two episodes with him, uh-huh. and then he's gone. And then he just <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do you think about that? Like- I thought <laughs> it was cool that he left. Yeah. But I don't like that he didn't really do anything when he left. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, oh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's gone.
0: Yeah, they didn't <laughs> even show it. They just mm-hmm. like, mentioned it in the next uh-huh. Yeah, he, he's gone. Yeah.
1: He, he went AWOL. Yeah. Okay. I I I like that, though, because Commander Coat, he's a commander. He's one of the first troops. Like, he was in Geonosis, same with Rex. Like, mm-hmm. they're first-gen troops. They have experience. So, him just leaving without anyone knowing or realizing until he's gone, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's cool that we got to see him go through Order 66, unlike Rex, and then change his mind. Yeah. He's like, what did I do? Yeah, he's got that guilt. Probably thinks Obi-Wan's dead too and he killed him. Mm -hmm. He's probably got that guilt on his mind now too. Yeah. Like Captain Rex, you know, he tried to kill Ahsoka at first. You could see it was kind of going against his conscience, but he never actually killed any Jedi. But now Commander Cody's got to go through that. And I wonder if that's something we'll see or at least get mention of in Season 3 if he comes back.
0: Yeah. Yep. What about for you, Harry? What did you think of Cody, his appearance in this season, and then lack of anything after?
2: Really cool seeing him show back up. Um, Yeah, having one of the original clones there, someone we've seen for a long time that's been in live action and animated and and just, again, that that thread through the the whole story. It was really cool. And then kind of disappointing that we don't see what happens. Um, And, I mean, there's still the question – I still have the question: Is he actually alive? Did he go awol, or yeah. is that just the story to mess with Crosshair? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Um, was he executed for for you know insubordination, or is he, and is he at Tantis too? Is he another prisoner on Tantis?
0: Oh uh, yeah, that could be a possibility. I think for sure. Yeah, hopefully they, again we see that more next season. I think we will. I think we'll see something in the next season or hear something. And maybe that's because I th- I feel like Rex and um, Echo and these other troopers are setting up a network for clone troopers to escape and get away. And I think he's part of that network. And I think that's what the next animated show is going to be about is this group of clones getting out and forming
1: their own thing. I would love nothing more than that. Yeah. That would be so sweet. Yeah so I, th- oh, I think oh it would
2: absolutely be incredible like just yeah. watching clones escape and then you know go wherever just that would be a great series
0: yeah and then they set up kind of the impetus of the rebellion right they have their their plans to overthrow the empire and so they they get it started at least uh-huh. or at least the the format is theirs and then the the rest of the humans or the, the people the citizens take over so I don't know That's that seems like a lot but
1: well, see. they have something something similar like that for Jedi, in right. that you we see in Kenobi, right? So, oh, right, right. I wonder if it eventually just becomes you There's know one big thing, all enveloping. Yeah, for the Jedi and clones, yeah, just for people in general. Oh yeah, because I know they also in the Mandalorian you see it's called like the amnesty program, mm-hmm. where there was that scientist. This was in the New Republic, but I'm sure um, there's something like this in in the Rebel Alliance because it's a long thing to get to the New Republic where, you know, they were with the Empire, but now the Empire's gone. We're going to forgive you if you're, you know, good and useful. Yeah, if you change sides. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I
1: mean, that, that could definitely be a possibility. I
0: like that. We
1: see that in Rebels as well with um, Agent Callus. Um, he was part of the ISB in hunting down the Rebels, but then he eventually changed size, changes sides mm-hmm. um, and becomes Fulcrum. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And that's closer to a new hope than this is. Yeah. So there,
0: there would have to be something already established for, for him to, to do that. So, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Um, So anyway, we'll get back to the episode, the summit. Uh, Summit referring to, it could be like as you crest the summit of a hike in the mountains, right? You get to the top. Or the summit could be a group of people meeting to talk about things. And that's what this one is. Mm -hmm. And the summit is consisted of Tarkin, Hemlock, um, Krennic, and
1: I think it's Admiral Ularn or and, whatever his title is. Yeah. You And then I think another guy. Uh-huh. I can't remember. They, I don't think they named him Yeah, or that we didn't, we haven't seen him. Before. Yeah. yeah. So we got a
0: pretty important group of people meeting together, not only in the empire, but in fandom previous characters that we've been exposed to and, and like. So, uh, but anyway, that's what this kind of the, the focal point of this episode is. Uh, we start off the episode with, you know, Tech and Echo and, well, the Bad Batch. Basically, Echo had been able to uh, get some information <clears throat> from their raid on a prisoner ship, download uh, some information, but it was encrypted, so they bring it to, to Tech to do that. He does. and He also stumbles upon uh, a transmission from Crosshair about Plan 88. So they know he's alive. They know he's captured by the Empire. Plan 99. Or this was Plan 99. Oh, yeah. The transmission was 88, which is like, watch out, watch your back. That's right. That's, That's right. what I got. Yeah, plan
2: 88, the
0: seeker. Yeah, the seeker. So um, there there's a big debate. You know, Do we go get him? He's a traitor. He tried to kill us in the past. No, he's still our brother. We should help him. Uh, so they have that debate. What do you guys think about this debate of... Harry like should we go get him no we shouldn't is it a trap is it not a trap what do you think uh, uh,
2: I, I think they're always going to think it's going to it's a possibility of a trap right they yeah. know the Empire's hunting Omega and, uh, um, and, and hunting them just as fugitives um, they don't know what has transpired with with uh, uh, um, Crosshair until they you know once they find out he's, he's in prison I think this kind of changes things Up to this point, they're like, well, he's doing his thing. We're doing our thing. He's not hunting us. We're just going to ignore it. But now that he's uh, a prisoner of the Empire, that has them all rethinking um, his relationship with them and what they might do for him. So I think that's uh, some of the impetus here for them to to even have this discussion. It's like, hey, he's our brother. We have to rescue him because we can't leave him to the Empire. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because the audience knows, like, you know, we see what happens to him, and but the Bad Batch has no idea that he went on that mission with Cody and kind of covered for him, and then he got downgraded. He wasn't a, a player in the, the, you know, the assassination missions anymore, and he got reassigned and killed a an officer. You know, we see all that, but the Bad Batch has no idea. They think he's still the same guy. So it's interesting to watch them debate this. Um, do you have any thoughts on this, their debate, Aiden, and...
1: The result. I think it's 100% fair. I mean, like you said, as far as they know, he's still the same old guy. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing is, um, you know, now he's actually in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's asking for their help. He's like, look, they got me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you see the length he went to as well to get that message out. Um, before they gassed him as well, yeah do you think he's changed? He's a changed guy, or I think he just wants to get out of prison. No, I think he's against the empire now. I think he went through everything that they could do to him um to basically strip away his duty yeah. um because they're trying to get rid of all the clones, and no matter like what his specialty is, I think he's out anyways. Um, he's a special clone, but he's also a liability now mm-hmm. um and uh, after they after that officer let um that clone um command that clone commander die after their mission to go get the supplies yeah uh, what's his name mayday mayday yeah <clears throat> um after they let mayday die he was kind of like well why am I here now? Yeah. And then he shot him. Yeah. And so I think he's a little salty towards the empire now. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not an asset anymore. Yeah. Plus he sees
0: how the officers treat the other clones, how they treat him. And we saw that in that episode where like, well, experience trumps um, any rank. Yeah. That's always been their perspective. We we had that line in the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. So Captain Rex. Rex. Yeah. So he's like, who are these guys that are coming in and trying to run things to tell us what
1: to do? They don't have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and and that's something that Mayday was saying, like, like, look, you you get these guys out there and back. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what do you think I've been doing? Yeah. I've been asking for help this whole time, mm-hmm. and now you guys are here and you're just telling me I'm doing it wrong.
0: Yeah. And so he sees that and how they treat him personally as well. They have that same approach, and he's like, all right, this isn't <laughs> worth dying for. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's he's, in my mind, at the beginning of the season, he was going to be the the protagonist and go out a heroic death, maybe, um, to redeem himself. But I think next season we're going to see more of a redemption. He's actually going to join back up with them and fight against the Empire.
1: I could see that, and I would be really excited if that happened because that's, like, I don't know. I'm just a sucker for redemption stories in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, with, it's kind of the crux of the whole saga. Right? Yeah. Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. crosshair.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. So they they decide to go help him, and they get ready to leave. And we've been seeing Fee throughout the the season, <laughs> and Fee for some reason like likes tech. <laughs> I would never put those two together. I, I know their thing, but he doesn't realize it, or doesn't realize the the depth of it. So she's like, "You're gonna leave without saying goodbye," and he's like, "Yep,
1: <laughs> see ya." I as as I've watched the show, especially this season, um, everyone in the Bad Batch has a superpower or an enhancement. And every time I see Tech, I'm like, "You don't have like your enhancement is just autism." Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. He, he never lo- He doesn't get the social cues. He's super smart. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. but he also, he doesn't look at anyone in the eye. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't get it. Yeah.
0: So he's, yeah, he just doesn't get it. And, uh, she leaves, they, she walks away frustrated and then they leave. So I'm wondering because of that, they took time to develop that relationship.
1: Is tech dead? That's the question. That's what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Well, let's, let's
0: save that for the end. Yeah. So, but yeah, is he, you know, because, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, maybe that's just a way for us to care more about him. But anyway, they arrive on I- Iriadu. Well, actually, Hemlock arrives first. We see him reunite, uh, meet with Tarkin and the other guys for the summit. Mm-hmm. And they get talking about stuff. Um the Marauder lands, they they do some scouting and they find the best way to get in is to through these rail rail cars, suspended rail cars, and you know pretty cool sequence of them getting on, scouting and out, getting on and infiltrating the base. They decide to have Wrecker and Omega go down to the, the ship bay and put a tracker on uh, Hemlock's ship so they know, you know, hey he's this is where the planet is because that's where he went. So they know where to go to rescue uh, Crosshair But they don't know which ship So uh, Tech and um, Hunter And Echo Is Echo with them? Yeah Yeah uh, They go to find out What ship it is is his and In doing so they, they find out They tell Wrecker And they tell Omega It's this one And uh, But then they also see That there's a lot of cameras Turned off They're like Well we didn't do that What's going on here? So they go investigate They find like a uh it's an explosive explosive device like what's going on and then they see the stormtroopers and it turns out it's saw and his men have infiltrated the base as well and they're going to blow up the base to kill tarkin and these other high-ranking officials so saw is a a character that i like to watch and i've always enjoyed his stories and he's back here um but I don't know. What'd you think of Harry? What'd you think of Sagarrera showing up and his plan to just blow up the whole base?
2: I mean, I get where he's coming from. You know, I'll be <laughs> honest. You, know, like if you can take out a bunch of uh, high-ranking Imperials. Go for it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Saw's just kind of a—he's problematic at his approach and everything, in in his just extreme ways. Um. And because. Obviously, the Bad Batch is here doing something else, and he doesn't even listen to him. right? They're like, hey, you can't do this because we've got this other thing that has to happen that's going to save lives and rescue clone troopers. And he's just like, Ants, that's not my problem. I'm here to kill these guys, and so I'm going to do it no matter what, even if it messes up your mission. And that, that's the extremism of Saw that um, hasn't met odds with the, the rebellion as a whole he just he doesn't play well with others and he always wants to do his own thing yeah. and he's just laser focused on what he wants to do regardless of how it affects other things.
1: And in addition to that too, even when the Bad Batch tries to give him some common sense, he's still like, nah. <laughs> um, so even when it makes sense, he still wants to do his own thing because they're saying, hey, we need Hemlock's ship. Like, we need him to make it back and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, no, we're going to blow him up. And as well, they're like, well, you know, we could get some valuable intel. Like, you guys could get some valuable intel from this. Don't you want to try that? And they're still like, no, we want to blow all these guys up. <laughs> yeah. Do you think
0: that Sagarera is involved? I don't think the Rebel Alliance is formed yet. They're still in the beginning stages with the senators trying to, you know, do their political stuff in the Senate. Um, then there's these rebel groups or they're not rebels, but officially, but they're insurgents uh-huh. just trying to wreak havoc. Uh, but do you think so? Do you think he's working on his own? Like this is his plan with his group. And that's why he's like, we're doing what we're doing because we're not a part of a team
1: with anybody. Right. I think so. I mean, we see later on that he's doing his own thing, that he's tried to be with other people, but they don't agree with him. Yeah. So I wonder if he's, in his mind, like, no, we're the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's uh It's like the active Rebel Alliance, right? We're the ones doing stuff. Yeah. Um, where the other ones are, you know, they're they're trying to build their strength and get ready for a, a concerted effort together. Where he's like, nope, we're starting right now with what we have. He's like, yeah,
1: you guys are just talking about this. I'm doing it. Yeah. And he's got
0: a point, right? He's the only one that's taking action. I mean, to assassinate Tarkin, that's a pretty big deal. That's a big plan, right? That's a big play. Mm -hmm. And no one else is even close to that.
1: So I I can see where he's like, no, my way or the highway, guys, sorry. Yeah, I think the the closest thing we've seen to that really is, like after this is in Andor when they – try and steal all the money. But that's Mm -hmm. quite a bit after this. Yeah. And they're still in the talking phase of the Rebel Alliance, like, a little bit closer, but... Yeah, it hasn't been formed yet. Uh Uh-huh.
0: So Andor is... Isn't that around the time of Kenobi, about 10 years in?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Or 10 years after Episode 3. So... Yeah, they haven't even – there's no structure for a Rebel Alliance at this point. It's just all these
1: different groups doing their thing. Yeah, I know there's Bail Organa doing his thing. And earlier in the season, um, Senator Chuchi is talking to him like, if you're not doing anything, then you're like basically saying that the side of inaction or the inaction is the side of the aggressor. And he's like, yep, you're right. You're kind of like, (laughs) ah. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I can see where he's coming from i like I like his uh aggressiveness. Um, he does need to play well th- with others though so
1: I, he's definitely got the right motives yeah. for everything, but he's going about it. I wouldn't say the wrong way, but just like like we've been saying he he doesn't see other people's point of view and their goals yeah
2: I don't think he sees repercussions either for some of his actions yeah, because if you assassinate Tarkin. What's Palpatine going to do in response? And mm-hmm. you know, what kind of uh, hardcore lockdown is he going to put in place? Because again, going back to Andor, look what happened right after the gold heist, the money heist. Right, there was um, significant lockdowns put in place that made life difficult for everybody mm-hmm. as a, uh, a knee-jerk reaction to uh, rebel activity. Yeah.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, and another thing that um, that they mentioned along with that is, you know, you're you're thinking about destroying all these high ranking officials, but it's so early on in the empire that they have people lined up. Mm -hmm. Um, If you kill this guy, they haven't invested much into the empire yet, Um, so we'll just put another guy right in his place, and. You see it later on where right now Tarkin is just Governor Tarkin. He's not Grand Moth yet. Um, so there's there's already someone that he's waiting in line behind. And I I don't know if this is canon yet, but I, I remember reading a comic book. It's a Darth Vader comic book, I think. Or maybe it's just a novel. But basically there was someone in the Grand Moth position. They messed up. And then Palpatine was just like, you, you're in. <laughs> And he makes Tarkin in that spot. Maybe it was the Death Star. I think it was the Death Star novel. Novel. So not canon, but I imagine they're going off of that. Yeah. Same type of. But well, we see
2: it later on, right? Uh, Vader replaces the admiral of the fleet in an instant. Kills him. You, Captain Piet, you're now Admiral Piet.
1: Exactly. Screw up. Yeah. Uh,
2: they have no hesitation to replace people. Yeah. Um, and out of this group, the only one whose death would really matter might be Hemlock.
0: Yeah, and he Saul doesn't even know that. Yeah,
2: right. Uh-huh. He doesn't know how important his knowledge might be. The rest of them, they're just they're directors and moffs and admirals. And if they're all dead, whatever, they got people behind them that can pick up the pieces and continue the projects.
1: Yeah, you have. I mean, I'd say the second most important is correct or Krennic, but. They've got all the Death Star plans there already. Yeah. Vader's like, "Don't, like, don't get too prideful. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can switch you out in an instant." Yeah,
0: yeah, they're all replaceable except for maybe Hemlock. But even then, that
1: could happen. It just might push back things further. I, I think that one too is more about Palpatine's cloning than it is, you know, making an army. So. That one has time. It's just a, yeah. a secret project that. Yeah. So, they they argue.
0: They're like, "Well, we're gonna do it anyway." Um, and so they split up. The Bad Batch meets up together. They, you know, they're gonna get out of there. So they uh, jump back on the trail, the rail, and they're getting chased. By this time, stormtroopers are everywhere because they were found out. So they're chasing him. The Sagarera and his group gets out on a ship and we're able to escape that way. But the Bad Batch gets on the, the rail car and troopers get on with them and there's a big firefight as they're going along. And the bomb blows up. It doesn't kill anybody, like you guys said. It just they just inf- or enforce the the room that they're in. So it's now on lockdown and yeah. shields are up and so there's no way anything's gonna happen to them. So they're safe.
1: Which is another thing that we were laughing about. Like Mm -hmm. you have this plan and it didn't really get like thwarted or anything. Like you went through with this plan 100%. The Bad Batch didn't defuse any of your bombs and you didn't kill anyone. Yeah.
0: I don't see why they didn't get closer, like put the bombs closer to the room.
1: Yeah. You see the explosions in the episode and it's all down on the bottom of the tower and they're all at the top of the tower. Yeah. Yeah
2: or if you want to kill people, put them in all those shuttles. Yeah. So right. And they break up and head home. <laughs> yeah.
1: Boom, boom, uh, boom.
2: Right. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, nothing happens to him really.
1: I think that's, that's just reinforcing our, our thoughts on right. Saw Guerrero, where he doesn't think all the way through. He's yeah. just like, well, let's blow him up. <laughs>
2: yeah. Let's blow something up. Yeah. It's not the right thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it uh, cuts the power to the, the rail line and the, the cars stop. And they're like, crap, now what? <laughs> yeah. So that, that's how the, the episode ends. <laughs> uh, the next up is Plan 99. And it starts right where the last one left off. So that was pretty cool. Let's see. My notes here. Um they they come up with a plan that tech will climb up onto the one of the towers, turn it off, turn it back on. <laughs> yeah. Which is <laughs> the answer to everything, right? Yep. Computers having problems, turn it off, turn it back on. Um, so he's able to do that and uh, starts up again. But uh, Governor Tarkin's like, you know, send these V-Wings out after him.
1: And they're like, well,
0: we've got troopers on there too. And he's like, I don't care. Shoot them all. Blow them all up. Yeah. It's a typical Tarkin thing to do, right? Uh, so they're they're doing that. the The ships are flying by, shooting at them. The Bad Batch is fighting off the stormtroopers in the other car. One of the cars like rips or like blown up, so it's hanging there off the side. And in that, all that tech falls off. And he well before the car gets blown up, he falls off, lands on the car, and then the car, the rail car
1: kind of gets shot at and it's hanging there. And he's hanging there as well. He, Yeah, he falls off the rail line onto the car. The car blows up. He falls some more. At the last second, he throws a cable to catch himself. Mm -hmm. But the car is already falling off. And and the rescue attempts are failing because it's so unstable. Yeah. They're like, we
0: got to go. No, we got to get tech. Tech's like, just go without me. No, we're not going to go without you. And his big emotional dramatic conflicted scene You're kind of what you'd expect in a moment like this right mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day they're soldiers they know what they gotta do the mission's more important you guys are both been in the military currently in the military yeah, been in the military how important is the mission compared to do you guys relate to this you know how important is the mission compared to soldier lives harry
2: well, as tough as it is, the mission's got to get accomplished. Um, and if, in this instance, if them getting away with the knowledge of what's going on in Tantris will save dozens or hundreds or thousands of clones, possibly, you, you got to trade the one guy as much as it sucks. Um, at the same time, if, you know, without tech sacrifice, they're all going to die.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, because
2: this you know the the damage to these cars, the the weight of the one that's not supported on the rail anymore is pulling the other one off the rail, and uh, they've you know is they got to cut it loose and they can't rescue him and cut it loose and um, survive. Right.
0: What about for you, Aiden? What do you think?
1: Um. Well, for me, when I when I joined, they they told me and we had a, a classroom, and one of the big things was like. Um, you joined and you basically agreed to be be willing to give your life um there's missions that you're gonna carry out where not everyone is gonna make it back, and that's to further the mission like you're here to do whatever it takes to get that mission accomplished and so when tech is there he's that's what he's thinking he's mm-hmm. like i gotta do whatever I gotta do to get this mission accomplished. We came here and and I'm sure he's thinking about like. You know, all of those clones are his brothers, but there's one in there especially, like, that's my brother. I'm I'm going to let go. I'm going to save you guys, and I'm going to save one more mm-hmm. because you guys are going to save one more. Right. Pretty hard decision to make. Tech sees it
0: from the beginning, right? Once he mm-hmm. falls, he's like, he knows what's going to happen. He's able to assess the situation while the others have an emotional reaction. He has the, the logical. Reaction, which is who he is. Yep, that's who he is. So he he calls out Plan 99, and they're like, "No, not Plan 99." <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, that was hard. But he shoots the, the the cable or the whatever the cable's attached to, and he falls. He dies. We well, we see him falling to the clouds. Into yeah, the mist. <laughs>
2: uh huh. But, but they're a long ways up. Yeah, uh-huh. they're quite
0: a ways up. So the question: Does tech actually die? What do you guys think?
1: Um, I don't think anyone dies in Star Wars. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we saw Darth Maul
0: fall to his death. And after Pal- he got cut in half, <laughs> saw Palpatine fall to his
1: death, but he came back. Um, I mean, Echo got, Echo blown, got blown up, blown up, and then um, got the cyborg treatment. Yeah, he's back. I. As much as I want to say no or yes that he did die, I don't think that's what they're going to do with him. And later on in the episode, you see um, Hemlock throw his goggles at him and that's just kind of a sign like they saw him and I'm sure they're going to say, nah, he's dead. But really, you know, there's probably like a tree that that cart fell on and caught him and now he's hanging off and they come with the ship and... You know something like that, yeah, um, and now he's just another another test subject. He's in a back to tank on Mount Tantus. Yep <laughs> mm. um and if if they hadn't done that a million times in Star Wars, I would say yes, he's dead, but yeah. <laughs> it's a pattern, yeah, yeah, what about you, Harry? What's your thoughts on tech's death?
2: um I mean most of me agrees with what Aiden's saying about this it's just, nobody dies, right. It's, uh, everybody comes back somehow. Um, but I think it's becoming a little cliche and, and they, they need to stop it. Yeah. Um, and as much <laughs> as I don't want tech to be dead because he's, you know, as weird as he is, he's an interesting, cool character and an integral part of the team mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, I, I, I want to, I don't want to kill him off. I don't be the one that kills him off. Right. But <laughs> I want him to stay dead because it just gives more weight to everything that's happening.
1: Yeah. There's gotta be consequences. Yeah good and bad yeah it's when you when you have a sacrifice make it a sacrifice
2: Mm -hmm. yes
1: yeah
2: um and it i think it diffuses some of the critiques and criticisms of the animated series um from the people that call themselves fans um (laughs) is that you know there's no consequences to the animated series right when uh, of course a lot of times it's from people who've never watched it but to, um, <laughs> because there definitely was in clone wars oh um, yeah. and there was in rebels. Um, yeah. and the, if he stays dead, then there is in a bad batch, right? There's consequences to, to the actions and that the efforts that they're making to make the galaxy a better place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you guys. I think the, I want him to die to have the consequences of the weight, the sacrifice means something. Um, and if they bring him back, I'll be glad. But I also feel like it kind of cheapens the seriousness of the show. So I guess it depends on what the writers want. They they want to show with meaning and consequences and weight, emotional weight, or do they want a kids show? Right?
1: I think I don't know. I think they're beyond a kids show now, especially after season seven of the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gives me oh, goosebumps sure. every time. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think. I think they could go two directions. They really could use this as a, an opportunity to make the bad batch more like heavier, but also they can go that route of, oh, we actually have, um, we actually have tech and we're playing mind games with you essentially. Mm-hmm.
0: Like of like what they did with that go.
1: Yeah. Or he's dead and they say, no, we have him. He's alive. Or he's he's not alive. Yeah, they could say whatever they want. Yeah, They could be like, he's alive, but we're going to tell you he's dead and Um, we're not afraid to kill any one of you.
0: Yeah, some psychological warfare Uh either way, one way or the other. I like it.
2: uh, Another thing I was thinking is that um, if he is dead, this will harden Fee against the Empire.
1: Oh Yeah, that's Uh, a good point.
2: Create like another, an operative because she's got contacts obviously right she's got contacts and skills and she knows her way around the galaxy does she become an operative with for for future activities because she's so angry that this person that she was falling in love with is is killed and directly by the empire
0: yeah i like that so
2: that's where the death matters then yeah. right
0: yeah cuz now she's just this fun loving person who goes on treasure hunts but now she becomes the person who wants, re- I don't know if revenge is the right word, but retribution. She's got to fix it. Yeah. Her purpose is higher at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That'd be cool. Okay. So the group's distraught, um, but they got to get out of there still, or they're going to die too. So they are about, uh, as a result of Tech's sacrifice, the or Echo's, wait, Peck's sacrifice, Echo's able to get the car going, and it goes super fast, and it goes through, and it crashes at the end, and they all come flying out. Omega is unconscious. They get her out, um, and they head back, and sh- they get on their ship and head back to Ord Mantell so AZ can heal Omega,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which is huh. why is AZ on Ord Mantell? All right. You know, we haven't seen him for episodes and episodes and we got to go there because <laughs> that's where Sid is, too. Uh, Omega wakes up at Sid's place. Um, Easy's there, fixing her, helping her get better. Uh, they're all sad about what happened. They tell Omega she's she starts crying and can't believe that he's dead. Um, you know, just kind of a typical reaction that you'd expect. Right. Uh, and here is where Sid betrays the group. Uh, they're sitting there mourning, and troopers the the Empire shows up with hemlock, and they disable them. And Omega sees it and is able to escape, but uh, they they capture Wrecker and, and Hunter, and they pay off Sid. She's like, "Sorry guys, yeah. <laughs> you guys are worth too much money." Were you guys surprised or? Like what do you guys think about Sid's betrayal? Because like, that's, that's a pretty big moment. We never really trusted her. I don't. I didn't. I wasn't entirely sure, or convinced that she would actually betray them. Like here, here they are. Capture them. Take them. What do you guys think,
1: Aiden? Um, I saw it. <laughs> I mean, I. It's it's happened before in Star Wars where that that kind of thing. Yeah, Lando. Yep, exactly. Um, where it's just like, look, these guys are bad. Um, I'm out here just trying to survive. Um, I think also as well, like we, not, I think we saw it before, like heavy foreshadowing to something. We thought we already saw it when she didn't come and rescue them. Yeah. And they were mad at her. So they never went back. So now they finally go back Mm -hmm. and they go back to her, her betrayal. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought it was just going to be something like that. Like the betrayal was, I'm not going to help you. Good luck. We cut ties. Like that would be the story. But Uh no, it takes a step further. Yeah. So for you, Harry, what did you think about this betrayal from Sid?
2: Uh, I've been kind of expecting it the whole time. I almost expected it, though, to be in like an incident where she was in deep trouble. And her trump card was like, hey, I know where the Bad Batch is. (laughs) Yeah in and you know gets out of some sort of imperial entanglement um by by tossing them the bad batch i didn't uh i didn't expect it to be straight up for money um but i guess there's a little bit of foreshadowing with that too with the uh the racing episode
1: with that Mm -hmm. other
2: crime lord where he's like don't trust her and she clearly has money issues right she likes to gamble or or and spends more than she has and uh that was quite a few credits in that box
1: Yep. Yeah, I think along with that too is we didn't see her do it when she was in deep trouble, which makes it worse, that she went and sought out the Empire yeah. to turn yes. him in.
2: It's way worse.
1: So she she was like a full-on sellout right there. Yeah.
0: So I was going to ask, you know, are we going to see her like Lando, where he, she changes her mind, joins the group, redeems herself. But Lando was in a position where the Empire shows up on his doorstep – and like, hey, you're you're gonna work for us now. And he's like, like I don't want to.
1: Well, too bad.
0: But uh-huh. this is different. Uh huh. Do you think we'll have a Sid redemption arc, or is Sid just done with the show?
1: I think she's gonna try her best, and even Omega's not gonna be able to trust her again. Yeah. What do you think, Carrie? We done with Sid? I say they
2: show up and uh, and. Rip- her off, <laughs> take her for everything she's got. Yeah. let like find that box of credits and anything she hasn't spent, and take a <clears throat> ship or two and set fire to her bar and leave her destitute. Um, but I'm kind of vengeful that way. Yeah. Um,
1: Unfortunately, yeah. it's not what we would do. <laughs> right?
2: I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think she's made her choice. She wasn't trustworthy from the beginning. Um, Lando was in a bad situation. Empire's here, and he's he's the administrator for for. Aspen, right? For Cloud yeah. City. And he's got thousands of people he's kind of worried about. Yeah. And he's like, well, if this gets rid of the Empire, yeah. uh, then, then, well, I mean, he did steal my ship. So <laughs> serves you right, Han. Yeah. But um, as soon as he realized, like, nope, the Empire is not getting to even stand by the word they gave me 10 minutes ago, then it's time to fight. Or yeah. well, Sid's got a whole bunch of money, and she made the choice to call them. Yeah, yeah, a little different.
1: You can tell she feels bad, but not bad enough to... Yeah, she actually
2: went through with it.
0: So this part, I thought uh, um, Sid's dismissed with her money and leaves. And then they take Hunter and Wrecker. It sounds like they're going to take, take them back to Tantus as well. Uh, but Omega shows up with Echo, starts shooting her laser bow at him. And I thought she was going to get away. And then the rest of the next season will be them trying to rescue everybody. But uh, she doesn't. She sticks around too long. They sneak up behind her and stun her and they capture her as well. But then Hunter and Wrecker are able to escape and get out. And they try to rescue Omega, but they're not able to. And Omega is transported off planet and they end up going to Mount Tantus too. And Wrecker and Hunter are left behind. Um. And echo, and echo, yes. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, they, we—that's kind of the end of their, their story at this point. Is they just you know, how we'll, we're going to get her back? And then it cuts to Omega. She's on Tantus, and she meets up with a um, Emory Carr, Doctor Carr, and we get the reveal. Well, actually, she sees crosshair there. For some reason, they put her in the same room. She sees crosshair, and then Emery Carr shows up. And she reveals that they're sisters. Mm-hmm. And then the episode ends. Um, what do you guys think of this big reveal? I mean, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I thought she was just another worker. Um, I didn't, I, and I don't know. Like, what does she mean? They're sisters? Like, she was? She's a clone? Or, um. I don't know. What do you guys think, Harry? What do you think about this reveal that they're sisters? I'm still kind of uh,
2: confused by it. Yeah, I, I am too. Um, I mean, if you go literally, they're sisters, um, and she was also cloned by Nalisse um, as you know a side project. But Nalisse never mentioned it, right? Yeah. Um, there's never. There hasn't been any hints of this before at all. Um, so, yeah, what does she mean um, by that? And she seems pretty loyal to Hemlock. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really seem like a prisoner. Um, right. You know, she, she's got an access card and open access to Tantus. Yeah, she's and, working with him. Right. So, um, if she is a sister, why has she made this decision to support the Empire?
0: Yep.
1: Um, I think the answer to that question is she's a clone. And the clones were switched over. I don't know if she has an inhibitor chip or not, but there could also there could also be the explanation to why they have Omega. Um, you know, maybe this one was a failed project. She defected, or you know, mm. whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Maybe she wasn't the success that they were hoping for, and so now here's Omega, or maybe she's the prototype, and here's Omega.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's
2: older.
1: 10 years at least.
2: At least. Right.
1: It makes me we wonder. I don't know
2: what Omega is, right? Yeah. We don't know what her purpose is or why exactly she was created.
0: Why the empire wants her.
1: Well, that's the thing that left me. W- I have a question about that now is this whole time we're under the impression that she's very valuable because she's some sort of asset because she's the asset. Yeah. But then at the end, hemlock is talking to nala say and saying like look i got your i got your kid that you're very fond of are you gonna help out now Mm -hmm. so it makes me wonder is she like an actual like does she have something special about her or is she just just like nala Say's side project and she's like i'm not gonna do anything until i know omega's safe and with me again
0: yeah yeah, it could be that. And that's why I question, are they sisters? Yeah. Because you could say that uh, Hunter and a regular clone trooper are brothers, right? hmm But throughout the whole series, uh, you know that the Bad Batch views the regular clone troopers as less than. They're not as good as they are. They don't have the enhancements. And I always thought Omega had the enhancements as well, that she was from the same kind of uh, testing group or whatever f- that the Bad Batch was. So is Emery Carr like part of that as well, or is she one of the normal clones? And yeah, we're sisters because we're both female and we're clones from the same product.
1: Yeah, I mean, I imagine this will be answered in season three. But as well, I was wondering why is she so old? Yeah, is she like I wonder if it she was cloned so that she would be enhanced to be able to help with cloning? Um, yeah. And maybe she's age accelerated as well. Is she just like another project? Does she have, like, my big question is does she have an actual purpose or is she just an some, assistant? Yeah. How old do you think
0: Omega is? She's like 10 or 12, but so if she's ex- accelerated at twice the rate like everyone else is, that means she's six. In, you know, real years.
1: I thought she wasn't accelerated because she was born before the Bad Batch. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right.
1: So she's
0: 10 or 12 and that's, she's 10 or 12 in real years
1: too. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. How long, the Clone Wars, the Clone War was six years? Three years. Three years?
0: So they placed the order for clones, uh, Count Dooku, or no, was, what's his name? Uh, who was the Jedi that placed the order for the clones? Sifo-Dyas. sifo placed the order 10 years. so oh, right, that's right. Right after a Menace. So 10 years before the Clone Wars started. And then the Clone Wars was three years and then we have the Bad Batch, which is, we're probably at a year now in. So it's been like 11 years. So she was probably born at the beginning, but didn't have the the acceleration like the other ones did. Mm-hmm. Or So maybe there was an initial group that was just like, well, let's see if this works. We're not going to do the accelerated growth thing. We're just going to create original clones like Boba. Uh huh. And then they did the accelerated growth. So then that's why the bad batch is twice as old as Omega.
1: Yeah, I could see that. They were like, "All right, here's the basic ones. They're ready for your Clone War, or whatever." Um, now let's kind of play around, tinker with these the guys a get. little bit.
0: Yeah, a lot of questions. I hope they answer them. Uh huh. Do you have any thoughts on that, Harry?
2: Uh no. I mean, geez, that was a lot of stuff to think about there. Uh, <laughs> you know, ages of the clones and the project. And yeah. um, there's a lot of questions. I mean, geez, it'd be a good book series, right? Delving deep, deep into the Kaminoans and the clonings and yeah. um Sifu-Dyas and Django and just everything that happened behind the scenes. Yeah. It's all hinted at, but, and now gives us these questions like, okay, why, how, when?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully at least address some of it. I mean, it seems like they would. So, I don't know. Overall, I thought this, like we said earlier, this last two episodes were pretty action oriented. I wanted to see, I wanted to see the season be like this instead of the. I don't mind peaks and valleys, but it seems like the valleys were just kind of like, what? What's
1: the point? You know. They, uh, they did this last season too. Yeah. First episode, the first few episodes really good, and then it just kind of. Side mission, side mission, side mission, and then the last two or three episodes are like, whoa, yeah. And they they sometimes do in the middle of the season.
0: Remember how why the show is so good and yeah,
1: a couple of good episodes
0: in the back down to like side mission uh-huh. to the last of it. Yeah, so, I wonder, uh,
2: like uh, some of those valleys, like uh, that thief that stole the marauder when they were uh, <laughs> extracting the ore. Will yeah. he show up again sometime? Will that become a contact later on? Yeah. Um, is he a character that's going to matter? Um, yeah, it, are are they hiding those things in what we consider valleys and and filler episodes? Um, it'd be interesting to to take some notes and and you know further down the line look and like oh well this episode did matter for this reason yeah um, even though it was minor and we didn't notice it at the time and they're like haha we got you <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah well we already see that with the Bad Batch it's all the stuff that was the side missions from the Clone Wars <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so Senator, I guess we
0: already know the answer Senator Chewie wow. shows back up. She was a side mission story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Beast. Yeah. So if they bring those those type of things back, then yeah, that's awesome. Just enhances and enriches the whole saga overall.
1: It adds to my favorite part of Star Wars, where it's just all one big story. It's not these separate stories in the same universe. Yeah, it's all connected. Yeah. Yeah, yep. for me too. So, I give these two episodes
0: a nine. Nine Solid nine. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Not perfect, but definitely top tier. So pulls at your Heavy. heart strings just enough. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. So I want to thank you guys for joining us here on the Credible Nerds podcast. We just talked the Bad Batch season two, final two episodes. Uh, join us again when season three rolls around. That'll be, sounds like 2024, next year sometime. Uh, which is typical for this animated show, about a year, year and a half of production until they release it, but it'll be good. It'll be last season, and then they will, uh, I'm sure they'll move on to something else. They haven't announced anything officially, but why would they stop making animated series that are you know, popular and having an impact like this show has?
1: I mean, if I'm going to share another opinion, I think the animated shows are... The best part of the not movie Star Wars, yeah. I I can I can agree with that. I mean it, it they they always expand it so much more, and they can do a lot with the expanded story. Mm-hmm. Uh in, in the animation, and they always I mean Dave Filoni just does it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he set it up really well. Yeah. Any final thoughts, There's endless Harry? amount
2: of stories. There's yeah. endless amount of stories to tell. So, um, if the animated is the way to do it, and it's high quality like this, go for it.
1: Right. agree.
2: Uh, you know, uh, I, I always talk about uh, Phantom Menace. Those first shots of Naboo were mind-blowing, right? Uh-huh. The, the scenery, the city, the architecture, everything was just so wow compared to the original trilogy because of technology. And we can kind of do that in these animated, right? We can see these really cool planets and places that are very difficult and extremely expensive to do, uh, you know, any other way. But animated, it's pretty simple. And we can see really cool stories and places. And uh, let's, let's get more. There's tons of stories to tell. So I hope there's just series after series telling these other stories and tying these characters together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason they shouldn't. So... Looking forward to more um, more Star Wars content. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. Definitely f- subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'd appreciate that. It doesn't cost you anything, it helps us out a lot. Uh, and uh, watch the rest of our Mandalorian reviews. Uh, we're going to do some more stuff down the line. So stay tuned and uh, like our, our channel, subscribe to our channel. We'd appreciate it. So thanks, guys. May have a good rest of your week and may the force be with you.
1: I'd say good soldiers follow orders, but...